0: to super mega crash brothers turbo i am your host steven white with me as, as always is my co-host Lacia finley
1: happy monday i hope
0: it, it should still be monday
1: <laughs> i think so right mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah it should be
1: it should be all day long even maybe
0: and, and I, i'm pretty sure if anyone's looking at the title of this episode you're probably wondering what the hell well trust me Trust me, it's not far off.
1: It's been a, it's been a, it's been a week. It's been uh, a week. I feel like this has been the longest year of my life this week, if yeah. uh, nothing else
0: there. I mean, we we had our own issues. It's almost uh, ironic it, that it it happened that way because we do. were trying we're not recording on our usual time. I mean, we we record this time on occasion. We have but, in the past. Yeah, it's it's not like uncommon, but you know, we had plans to record Yesterday, and then <laughs> all hell broke loose just to kind of add to the to the chaos oh of it all. Oh my
1: god! Yeah, like it's uh shoot. Yeah, this is definitely take two. This mm-hmm. is definitely take two. um Yeah, my all of my stuff got corrupted in a in a quick little power outage. Like my breaker popped. I had my PC on for maybe like three minutes, mm-hmm. so it couldn't have you know happened beforehand before I turned on my PC and corrupted all of my notes. Yep. So, so I would love to say we all, anybody who knows me now knows my memory is just garbage. So to remember last week's amount of news on the fly, unfortunately, wasn't going to happen. So. <laughs> so we worked it out really fast, siblings, and, uh, you know, worked together really hard as a team. So mm-hmm. today's going to feel a little bit more like old school Super mega Crash Brothers. That's right. As Steven was uh stepped in and did most of all of the news rewrites while I, I went back through and did the headliner and everything for y'all today. So <laughs>
0: But that but that's kind of fitting in a way because yeah. um I don't know if you know this, but we've hit our three year anniversary mark.
1: I did not. We have. Well, there we go. So
0: three mm-hmm. years in the wow. bank. We've uh Done a lot of things in this time. Uh, some things that uh, I guess I never thought we'd ever do. Some things that I wish we could have done. There's definitely one thing I'll go ahead and say this if we haven't said it already: we were we were going to go to PAX West this year, um, yeah. but COVID has has screwed that over tremendously. Idea. Yeah. So and that's why we we weren't going to PAX East this year. I'm sure COVID would have shut that down regardless, but yeah. That I'm was, just
1: assuming cons are kind of done for a bit in yeah. a large scale. I would
0: hope so. If because they do,
1: it might be very limited numbers, but I don't know economically how that would even work out for you if you're doing such a large event.
0: Mm-hmm. And and personally, I don't know if I would be comfortable going to a con or a large gathering until I know that there is a vaccine or something. And no
1: offense. I mean, gamers at conventions, some of y'all gross.
0: Yeah, I've smelt like, your armpits. Exactly,
1: and the, this is the time we need to be the most clean. So I would hope that you've all decided that showers are a daily necessity moving forward, regardless of pandemic,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: but especially during.
0: I mean, I don't understand. I Now, I will say this. I have heard that there are some people out there, like I had an old friend who had an allergy to deodorants, but there has to be, there has to be. An all-natural deodorant or something that they can use. Uh, yeah,
1: for sensitive skin at this Come point, on. man. Yeah. yeah but I still be. even think like a daily shower. Yeah, by the end of it, you might be a little sneaky. But you can sure. tell. If, like, if I just met you at like 10 a.m., odds are you didn't bother to do anything about the one that was still left over from the day before.
0: hmm <laughs> Yeah.
1: But I mean, uh, ever teach their own. I mean, I don't know how bad you stink up quick, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I know I pit sweat like a mofo, so I mean, who knows about you, you know? But I use deodorant. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, there there and are and wear tank options. tops. Like
1: I know my I know my limits.
0: <laughs> there are options to control your stink. So
1: right,
0: that's a, that's all we're saying. Just yes, just look just into a little,
1: it. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, little little just tap. Even if it's in the it. sink, wash up them pits for a minute. Yeah.
0: So despite all of the chaos. <laughs> what have you been playing?
1: Oh man, what? Ha- Let's see if I can even remember because I feel like it's been such a fog of a week. I did, I did finally download Plague Inc. though, just because. Why not? And it, mm-hmm. it, it, it was, it was funny. They've actually added some stuff to it um to stay relevant. So, like when you see the news ticker now, it's, it's, it's stuff that's happening in today's day and age. And uh, there was a, a fake news scenario where you Mm -hmm. try to you know spread whatever it is with your misinformation and then try to evolve that to a point where people can't fight against it and then you want to at least get 50% of the world believing whatever BS (laughs) cockamamie thing that you just put out into the world so that was kind of fun Um, and then I did manage to um, get the entire world infected once and I named the plague Karen's nice it was fun. <laughs> Karens have taken out, you know, the USA. Karens have taken out the Middle East. Karens have destroyed the world. And I'm like, yes, they they will. They, they will. will. They just want the manager, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, So <laughs> let's see. So I, I played that. Um, putzed around, I think, with a little bit more Slay the Spire. um, And I totally caved on a couple of FMVs because Stupid Steam Sale, of course, happened again. And... um. There was like one that dropped below a dollar that I heard was actually not very good, but it was below a dollar and it's me. I feel obligated to play an FMV. So it was 80. 89 cents. So I feel OK, even if it's a terrible, terrible experience. Uh, so I'll give that a shot here soon. And General Horse in the Package of Doom dropped that I've got okay. to finish getting through. Also, it's another <laughs> F and I mean, I'm going to lead into this one because I mean, it's going to be just nothing but tomfoolery and ridiculousness. But old school F FMV are here. It's not going to shock me. And I'll just learn to lean into it all. So mm-hmm. it could be a good time. So yeah, mostly it was me collecting uh, games like I needed them. For crying out loud, I bought that bundle that had like 1,200 games in it. But here I'm like, Steam sale, let's look. <laughs> you know, like what the hell am I doing with my life? But, uh, so, that, I think that's probably, and then Animal Crossing, you know, I mm. gotta check those days. I finally got my uh, shop upgraded. So nice. So, that bigger. I guess that just happens randomly, because I didn't do anything. I just started the game. I was like, oh, guess what? Like, tomorrow, your shop's gonna be down, because we're making it bigger. And I was like, okay. And sure enough, it was shut down the next day, so it could get bigger. <laughs> so, whatever I did that triggered that. And that's probably... That's probably it. Let's just say that because that's probably all I'm going to remember right now off the top of my head. Again, this mm-hmm. last week's felt like a year. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, should, I had it written down. Let's just say that. I had it written down, all the games I played last week, and then it got corrupted. And now I'm forced to try to remember what I did for seven days. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. <laughs> as much as I would love to say it. What have you been playing?
0: Well, uh, The Last of Us 2. Oh, obviously yeah. because that's that's really all i went into and i don't think i've played anything since i finished it uh, i do want to address a few things about it i'll go ahead and touch on some little uh quickets i guess that that are about the game since i'm talking about it mm-hmm. uh, the game sold over four million copies nice yeah, since uh... release which is beating the previous record holder being spider-man Oh, wow. uh, i didn't know that Neil Druckmann even said that a third entry in the series would be harder to justify, which I would agree. I personally, at the end of it, it was more, Joel and Ellie's story needs to be done. And if they wanted to do anything in this universe, sure. But not don't don't include them. In fact, just tell like a, a,
1: a completely different person's yeah. story. If
0: you want to tell another story, I, I'll be glad to play around in this universe again, but just their story's done i mean you cannot do anything more with their story i I don't feel like you can okay so i feel like if you took it even a step farther because even like i argued last week take going for a sequel almost seemed like sacrilege because you you ended it so perfectly just leave it be but then they found a way to build on this and trying to do it yet again I feel like you're going to be pushing, especially now, now knowing how the story plays out. Um, One thing that I also noticed too, you remember we we talked about review bombs and things like that, and I found out what a lot of those were. Um, It's people just not liking the way the story is going or elements of the story themselves. In fact, I, I spoke to Todd about it, who's been playing it, and... He actually saw some of the review bombs and some of the the rumors that were attached to those. Yeah. A a good example, and I I found this to be ridiculous because I was able to tell him that's absolutely not true. Mm. He's like, they make you play as a transgender person. I don't like that. I was like, no, that, that is absolutely not the case.
1: Oh, so people are just making stuff up to review bomb with, huh? Yeah. In hopes to probably deter others with their same bigotry to not buy the
0: game. Sure. Now okay. there are elements of that in the game, but they don't make you play this character. I'm not even saying if they did. Even if they, if they, did. they no, did, no, no, no. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that.
1: <laughs> but yes, I get your point.
0: But I'm just saying that they they're making they're they're twisting For things. Facts just to to piss on it and whatever they want to do but uh jim sterling did one of his jimquisitions about the game and i started hearing other elements where people were criticizing the game for glorifying violence while also trying to uh, i guess downplay it you know like we shouldn't be violent but yet you're making us kill people and there are elements in the game where you They're not forcing you to do anything. I feel like that there are many, many spots. There was one spot in particular, I'll just say that's not spoilery, but Mm -hmm. I felt like I was in the middle of a war, like between two factions. Mm -hmm. And I honestly feel like I probably could have snuck by it all. You know, didn't need to do anything. I probably could have just went around them and got away. Mm -hmm. I didn't try that, but I feel like I could have. I don't know that. So I might have to go back and try.
1: That's an interesting uh, take that people mm. have there with glorifying the violence or whatever. Because just, I mean, how many video games have we? Uh, well, I think that's what they where were... that's like the focus. You know, mm-hmm. where that is the focus, or it's just like a shooter, or battle royale, or something like all you're doing is killing each other, and that's the point. Mm.
0: Well, I think they were calling the game somewhat hypocritical because you would be in these situations killing people, killing creatures, and then there would be these moments where they felt tremendous guilt about it. And oh, I so never, good
1: storytelling.
0: Yeah, and and I've, I I kind of feel I had I I was having issues with it in a way because I was like, am, did I just get sucked into something and just become a sheep? Because mm-hmm. I really started to think about it, I was like, I. I don't feel like my gameplay, the, the way I played it, was the way I chose to play it. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a way to do it in a nonviolent manner, then I, I I could probably do that. I don't know that for sure. Again, I didn't play it that way. Right. But I played it my way, and I understand some people played it their way. I heard some reviewers say that they tried to avoid conflict because the violence and the way everything kind of went through bothered them. And I can understand that, but that was just not the way I played it. I'm not saying I'm sitting there going, yeah, I want to kill people. <laughs> like I'm just some <laughs> maniac. Right. It was just like, I've got a problem. I see the problem. I need to get out of here safely. And if I can sneak up on someone and take them out, thinking from a video game perspective, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, because this is yeah. still a video game at the end of the day. But I also feel like there are... It's a great story being told. And I wish I could explain, but I don't want to spoil. Sure. Because there were... The, the way the story plays out, by the time you get to the end, you're really left thinking, much like you did in the the, the first one, yeah. about the situation and, and how everything just went down. And I feel that there is a message in what they are trying to say based on the way the events played out. And again, I can't go into great detail about what that message is without spoiling it. Yeah. But I feel like it's there. It's almost saying, look, if you do this, this is going to be the outcome. You understand? hmm That's why don't do this or consider this because, When I even thought the game was about to end, it just kept going. And that was another criticism I heard was that it it went on just a tad too long. But I I have to disagree. Because even still, there may have been one instance where I feel like they could have given you a choice to possibly end it or continue. You know what I mean? If -hmm. they wanted to give you that, but then that wouldn't be a definitive story. That would be like, you choose to have the ending you choose to have. And... I guess that could have been cool, but at yeah. the same time, you defeat the purpose of what you're trying to do, what you're, sure. what story you're trying to tell. Um, it's not a choose-your-own-adventure game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I don't... Even though I felt like I had reached the end at one point, and then it continued, and I thought, okay, well, this has got to be it, and then it continued yet again. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling like, God, this game is going on for too long. I was like, okay, well perhaps i haven't quite figured out what we're trying to say here and then when we get there i'm like gotcha gotcha
1: okay mm-hmm.
0: fair enough so i want to talk to you about it at some point so you've got to I play know. this game <laughs> i'm hoping I can, I can
1: get it and get around to it but like yeah I, I when i made the decision like okay we're just gonna get it and we're gonna spend the weekend playing mm-hmm. it or whatever uh, the 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 two local stores that I know of for a fact that carries PlayStation physical copy games did not have them in stock, you know. Mm. And I think I was told like probably Monday, so today I guess. Yeah. To call and see if they got like the restock or whatever. So, um, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully soon. I just want to see the story.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I would recommend. I mean, if you just did it for the story, go to the easiest possible difficulty and just Mm -hmm. go through the story because that
1: might be what i do because like honestly i've never been well trained to use a joystick for like shooters and stuff Mm -hmm. anyway i've just been keyboard and mouse for so long in my life that it's i feel like it's damn near impossible for me to like use a joystick and aim
0: properly and you know that's that's actually one of the things that i've I've noticed about like i'm not saying that i'm a bad shot within the game but i feel like when the chaos gets to me when i'm just aiming and shooting i feel like i get a little off kilter and I can't aim.
1: But that might be like true
0: but, to what you would do in real life. When you start to
1: panic, mm-hmm. you know, your brain's trying to think of a million different ways to get out of this situation. And you can't lock on to one because yeah. like, there's just too much happening. Yeah.
0: And, and that's one of the reasons I always seem to gravitate toward close encounters. If I can shiv someone, if I can come up on them with a, a melee weapon of some kind, that's what I'm going to do. Because I feel like I know I'm going to get them versus taking a few shots and wasting my ammo if I don't hit them properly. So mm-hmm. I think that's where my gaming brain is at half the time. Is like, just melee. Just get in there. And mm. And not to, not to glorify any kind of uh, violence or anything like this. But I did something that I felt was <laughs> clever in a way. Just yeah. in this one scene. I just wanted to bring this up. And I know it. Again, I'm not glorifying it. It was just... <laughs>
1: a cool bow bait you
0: thought. Yeah, I guess. Because I know PETA won't like it. Um, Mm. (laughs) I I mentioned, I think, last week, the the dogs and the issues I had with the dogs because they were vicious. As soon as they catch your scent, as soon as they get a hold of you, it's, I mean, they're going to jump on you. The first encounters I had with dogs, it was just like a nightmare. Well, I got into this other scenario where I noticed, like, it was kind of an open area. There were a few guards around and I, you know, picked a few off and Then there was a a guy with a dog walking around and I had just shivved a guy from behind and then the dog sniffed me out and I was like, shit. So I took off and just like hid for a minute and I was sitting there thinking, I was like, what am I going to do? That dog's going to spot me and I don't want to get spotted because I don't want to start, you know, stirring up things. Mm -hmm. So I thought on my toes (laughs) And I pulled out a Molotov. And as soon as the dog rounded the corner, I just chucked it at the dog. And then suddenly you hear. And I was like, oh, okay."
1: Sorry, buddy. Yeah. And I was just kill or be killed, though.
0: Yeah. So I was just like, I'm sorry. But there you go.
1: I know. It's sad when we are not coding the dog anymore. If yeah. that makes people feel better. <laughs> like, it was just a series of zeros and ones that are no mm. longer in his game.
0: Right. Exactly. That's all it is. I didn't hurt a real dog, and right. I would never. Exactly. So, we know but, how to compartmentalize. Mm, it's a video game, man. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about some news?
1: Let's do it.
0: There is a lot. Jesus. Is there ever? And it's not just simple news, mind you. This is, <sighs> these are headlines that we have to dig into. We have to dig in right. deep.
1: Buckle in, grab some popcorn, siblings.
0: Because what a week this has been, let me I'm tell you. I'm
1: not lying when I say it's felt like a year.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off with, uh, I guess, one of the bigger headlines this week, Uh You know, weeks prior, we've said that, you know, we've been kind of light on announcements, releases, or news of any kind. And then, of course, for our, which, by the way, we didn't mention, our season finale uh, Oh yes, for for the summer. uh, We're going to go out on top with some good stuff. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, first things first, after less than a year of attempting to boost its service and its brand... Mixer has announced that it is officially shutting down on July 22nd. Yeah. This is official. This is happening. They've thrown
1: in the towel. Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: Furthermore, all users, streamers, and partners have been offered a transition to Facebook gaming. Now, everything that we've seen thus far, it doesn't seem as though Facebook bought Mixer.
1: Right. It looks like it's just a partnership.
0: Right. It's just like, hey, we're going to stop doing what we're doing so... Would you be interested in just taking them over and just helping this transition so they, they're they not homeless? Or right. One one thing I even noticed on uh, Twitter was they're calling themselves refugees. Which... Yes. <laughs> they're calling don't... themselves Mixer refugees. Yeah, don't don't uh... equate yourself to refugees, you schmucks. <laughs> anyway.
1: I've heard it split down the middle from people who are like, I don't know if I really like that. And then, you know, yeah. I, whatever.
0: <laughs> now, what makes this more troubling is that partners on Mixer... Uh, are not really guaranteed the same agreement they had with Mixer, uh, which is noted in a statement saying that Mixer partners will be uh, granted partner status with Facebook Gaming and that the platform will honor and match all existing partner agreements as closely as possible. That's the the fine print you need to pay attention to, as closely as possible. So we don't know how close they can make it. So if you're one of these people... Uh, who happened to be a partner, which if there's a Mixer partner out here listening, uh, welcome. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I welcome it. Hey.
1: Sorry about the platform problem. Yeah.
0: But that, that would leave me uh, very hesitant to hop over.
1: Yeah. And I mean... And you probably have it put in there, too, about um, some leaks about the paperwork that, I guess, Facebook had been sending to Mm -hmm. some of the possible, you know, mixer streamers who were considering making the switch over to Facebook. And it seems – I'm hoping everyone took the time to read through it, maybe even if you have, like, a lawyer buddy or something that can read it, because I know I'm not – understanding sometimes of legalese terms or you know that they're they're good they have people craft these things in a way you know that Mm -hmm. that's definitely going to be more beneficial for them but it seems a little iffy so if you were going into it just kind of Take your time. I know I I I know everybody got it seemed like extremely excited and wanted to hurry up and find a new home and everything like that. And that's understandable. You know, you Mm -hmm. some of these people have been there since Beam before Microsoft even took over. So this was their home, you know. Sure. This is where they built everything on, and just have it all gone in the blink of an eye is just tragic. Um, but take your time and still stream, I think, on Mixer throughout this, but with the whole time. Advertising. Where you plan on going after fully researching where you think your content will be best suited in this case and the situation. You still have YouTube to consider too. You got mm-hmm. Facebook. You got you know. So um, take your time. I think it's still continue to stream on Mixer, and then some good advice I had heard from some um, some others was that to continue streaming with Mixer and then maybe end your stream. On the new platform you want to go to, to kind of get maybe your community in that habit of going to this new place to find you. Because I think that's the biggest fear is like once it's gone, Mm -hmm. these viewers that you had, like how do they find you, um, you know, or, or continue that habit? So I thought that was really good advice. Was like still continue to stream on Mixer and then maybe end your stream for an hour or two where your new content will be put if you've decided where it's going to go. And then create that habit for your viewers because you still got a month, Mm -hmm. you know, to hopefully because you could say things a million times on the Internet. and There's always going to be people who miss it. So if you keep that habit going, I just thought I'd put that out there because I thought it was good advice to still stay on Mixer for a while throughout this and then once you've determined your home maybe start rating into your new home at the end of your schedule each day and create that habit for your people and then hopefully all of your community can transition over with you and it won't feel like you're starting from ground zero again
0: right Mm -hmm. so along with that we have questions about the bigger streamers because again this whole ploy started with with you know some big gets, some exclusive deals right You know, we had.
1: Trading wars of the streamers.
0: That's right. That's what really kind of caught everyone's attention is when Mixer started making these moves. So we had big streamers like uh, Ninja and Shroud being offered exclusive deals to hop on the platform. Uh, It seems that it was reported that Facebook did offer deals Mm -hmm. to them, but they both took buyouts from Microsoft instead. So their options are kind of open at the moment to decide what they want to do.
1: Free agents. (laughs)
0: Now, I am going to come back around and talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Because uh, there's some other details within another story that might be interesting to explore, but we'll get to it. Right.
1: We're going to get in the weeds with stuff today, y'all.
0: Yeah. Now, while we're on the subject of Microsoft, they also announced a permanent shutdown of all all of their company retail stores. Mm -hmm. Uh, They did say that the retail employees would still have jobs just kind of changing the way they assist customers as they continue to develop a new market strategy. Uh, That's two major closures from Microsoft. And one has to wonder if this is either COVID-related, related, related, related. related. Words. I, my, my words. I haven't done words, this in a while. Words, words. I know. To... I
1: just threw them back into it, y'all. It's fine. I, like, I, I got yeah. used to just being in conversation. It's kind of nice again, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. But <laughs> I mean,
0: it's good. I, I needed to get back on this horse anyway before I got too rusty. Yep. Uh, but Just before break. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but is it COVID-related or is it something else entirely? Um. With the Xbox Series X on the horizon, I'm kind of curious to see what the future holds for this company because this is I, these are two big yeah. shutdowns, and I, I'm not saying that the the Series X is going to be affected or that this is related. I, I don't know. It's just right. it's very bizarre that this happened two things in the same week, and it's huge. Yeah. They're both yeah. huge.
1: I feel like they said something about the stores or at least they were leaning on the reasoning of COVID related since a lot of them probably weren't considered essential, hadn't been open, probably lost money. A Mm. lot of people weren't even aware there were Microsoft stores. So I guess there weren't like they were probably in heavily more dense areas of the world. You know, I know there's one in a mall in a suburb close to where I live, but I don't know if it's still open or anything this whole time, you know, I've been well, a good person. Now. I've been staying home, but yeah. So like I was aware, but when I saw the first announcement, like if you went through the, the Twitter comments, everyone's like, there was a Microsoft store. Like, oh, there was a lot of that. So yeah, I guess even if it wasn't COVID related, like people weren't aware there were stores. I guess.
0: <laughs> well, fair enough. But we'll we'll wait and see. Maybe something will come out of this, or maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just like, they're like, eh, we're done with it.
1: Or they're just we'll cutting see. their losses where they see no profits being had.
0: Mm-hmm. But hey, we might get into a little bit more of those weeds, like we said, that we can kind of come back around to this conversation. But right now, uh, I'm going to shift back to Facebook uh, very briefly, because it was also announced this week that the company has acquired developer Ready at Dawn. Uh, known for such games as the God of War titles found on the PSP, as well as a Wii port for Okami, which is a game that I highly recommend. Uh, The studio has developed four titles for the Facebook-owned Oculus VR headset, so this acquisition may not be all that surprising. This, along with prior acquisitions of Beat Games and Sanzaru Games, Mm Sanzaru? That's right. Uh, <laughs> is positioning facebook to be a major player in the vr market provided that the niche doesn't wear off anytime soon true so yeah. we'll see we'll see yeah One i can can't only
1: hope it probably saw its biggest surge during you know this pandemic we'll see if that can uh carry over mm-hmm. well however big that surge actually was but i mean there's sure. more now than there was so.
0: now let's get into the weeds oh okay because there's <laughs> there's some drama, boy. There tell you, really is. There's some drama. This, this set the Any gaming Gabe's world... Any games
1: journalist this week has had no sleep. Let's just yeah. put it that way.
0: This set the gaming world ablaze, and all of this seems very, very connected right now in so many ways. So with this story, there's a lot of elements we don't know. There are a lot of connections that we can assume and then there are a lot of uh, rumors that we can dig into what's true right now i don't know but let's just look into it so numerous stories and allegations coming out this week most of which we're going to talk about later one that seems to stand out right now is the permanent ban of dr disrespect on twitch now I am personally not a fan of the guy, and I've actually avoided talking about him here on several occasions when right. a headline would come up because I was like, "I'm not going to give this Can't guy." Can't ignore
1: this one though, man. Yeah, yeah. but
0: this this is big. Um, I'm not really surprised about a permanent ban. <laughs> I guess. Oh, in a way, I'm
1: totally shocked.
0: I, I because do keep in mind he has been banned before, just not this way, just not this way.
1: Right, but like. I know why he was banned before that. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, that's the biggest mystery surrounding it right now is why? Because as of recording, there really is no official reason given only vague statements from Twitch saying that he had violated community guidelines or terms of service. And even Dr. Disrespect himself coming out saying in a tweet on Saturday on a
1: Saturday. Yeah
0: that Twitch had not given him a reason for the ban, which I find... I That's don't... where
1: I find it very hard. Because he just signed a contract with them in March, yeah. if I remember correctly. A multi-year contract. Like, back when Twitch was like, I think, like Lupo and Tip the Tatman, probably all of theirs were coming up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that a lot of them made that announcement. Like, hey, I'm staying on Twitch. And I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones that signed this large contract. Yeah. So
0: well as far
1: he wouldn't have a legal team smart enough to add into his contract like i don't know again this is all speculation guys we know probably as much as y'all do but
0: well obviously with no definite answer the internet is pro to speculate Mm -hmm. and as far as what has been speculated uh, speculation has posited that the ban has nothing to do with DMCA complaints, which have right. been running rampant right. on the platform yeah. recently. The first
1: live DMCA, man. Like, yeah. I don't, I
0: don't know. That said, with all the aforementioned accusations that have come forth over the past week—sexual yep. assault and so on—many began assuming is regarding an allegation. But sure. none have come out against him over the last week. So that that does we're raise aware a of that we're aware of.
1: And, I I mean, and again, we're getting deep in the weeds of rumors, Mm. deep in the weeds. So, like, anything I'm about to say is 100% not confirmed. But um, we do know a few years ago that he had come forward, um, you know, apologizing about um, him cheating on his wife. He Mm -hmm. flat out apologized for that. Took, I don't even know how long, off to work on the repair of his marriage and be there for that. Um, So, I have heard that rumor of is maybe... That person just now coming out in the wake of everything that's coming out that maybe we're finding out a little bit more details about that situation. But again, I feel like that's just another speculation people are throwing out because of the situation the gaming space is in right now. Mm -hmm. I hope that's not the
0: case. No. Well, additional information, uh, some insider sources pointed to things that could possibly be much worse. Uh, Again, all of this is speculation. Do not take this as fact. Uh, Something that was suggested is it could be a criminal charge of some sort, thereby explaining the privacy of the matter, with one insider saying that the streamer uh, is done, and not just on Twitch, that is an actual quote.
1: Right. uh,
0: Which was followed with information that his Discord partnership had also ended. Right. Finally, there was his last stream... Where it was reported that he received a message on his phone during the stream, which led to an instant change in his demeanor, followed by a very abrupt end to the stream itself.
1: I watched it when it got unearthed and, and yeah. But again, he's so good in character mm-hmm. that like, it's hard for me to go, is he not playing along? with Because like the first instinct I had was, is this a big PR stunt somehow? Because like he's... He's good at manufacturing those. If nothing else, like even whether you like his content or not, he's freaking phenomenal at what he does and, and, and what he's created there, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of whether it's the content for me or not. So, so, I, so I was like, is this a PR stunt, man? Now,
0: right. what was his change in demeanor since you watched it? Because I have so I, I it.
1: So like from what I know of his character anyway, he's always, I'm the best. We're the champions. This kind of thing. And that's that's a shtick, you know, mm-hmm. i good at what I do and know what is greater and so he's playing whatever game was running in the background and then you saw him look at it and he just kind of got quiet and was just kind of like he's got the sunglasses on so I have no idea you know how his eyes were looking so I'm trying to get complete facial expressions without getting to see it all and mm-hmm. uh, he was just kind of like yeah so we'll get through this Champions Club well, and he gets quiet again, and then he just yells an expletive and then cuts to whatever, like, video sequence thing that he's created as part of his content. So it probably, like, a scene change or something. So it went to a complete video, and then mm. it ended.
0: Yeah. They, see, now that's... So
1: it's like he got information that he knew, like, shit, and then tried to go, hey, guys, we'll get through this. Like, mm-hmm. and then it just ended, and then it was that same day he was banned. So that was his last stream, because this happened on the 26th also, okay. and that stream was from the 26th. So somebody had to grabbed it before his entire page went down. Mm.
0: Now, with all of this said, one little nugget surfaced on 4chan, and I know that's not the most reputable keep it out with a grain of salt. Yeah, because okay. it is 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Because of some things we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. so but but again, take this with a huge grain of salt. We
1: are all connecting that yarn to the corkboard right now, yeah. y'all. We're in the weeds.
0: We're in the weeds. So we said earlier, talking about mixer, that mm-hmm. Ninja and Shroud did not take deals. They're right. technically free agents and have not made any moves as of yet. On this thread, or on this posting. Rumors surfaced that Ninja, Shroud, and Dr. Disrespect were looking to start their own streaming platform. Mm -hmm. They were then approached by Spotify under the auspices of Google to sign them to contracts for their own streaming platform that would be announced in the coming weeks. It is also rumored that Dr. Disrespect had personally reached out to other streamers to join the platform shift. Twitch was then tipped off which then terminated all contracts with him and now Twitch is apparently attempting to sue Google for unspecified damages but due to NDAs no one can discuss this publicly right. hence the silence that all said monday all the legal paperwork should be filed mm-hmm. and there may be we'll some, start some
1: leaks and stuff perhaps yeah if it's a big thing like that like there, somebody's gonna want to be the first to break it open and mm-hmm. try to leak it out there you
0: know now here's here's my this is my crazy conspiracy theory
1: okay okay i got my hat on
0: i don't find it that far-fetched to think that spotify could be looking to do something in this zone even even google for that matter did i don't even know how that partnership works because i don't think spotify and google are
1: i thought okay hold on let me look this up cuz i could have sworn does google own youtube or no
0: they do so i again so i don't that's
1: the only part that like struck me as odd because like youtube does do live streaming right. it almost feels like it would be against itself
0: in Unless a way, there's
1: some sort of tech there that they want to use to implement, but, maybe.
0: <laughs> but keep this in mind: this is a, the, as far as what Google, even though they own YouTube, mm-hmm. I do notice that they do keep two separate entities. Okay, so just because everything's under the Google banner doesn't mean that they don't have multiple things under different labels. You have Google Play Music and you have YouTube Music. Why do you need both? I, d- I have no idea. Oh, I have no point. idea whatsoever, but they both exist. Mm-hmm. So, I guess if you want to be over here on YouTube, you can stick with YouTube. If you want to be on Google, you can stick with Google. Maybe it's just an options thing. Right. Spotify has been making moves here lately. Now, it's been more in a podcast right. um, setting, I guess would be. But the acquisition of the Joe Rogan experience did kind of raise a few questions. Because, yeah. like, well, that's that's video. He, he, I mean, I know you can listen to it audio, but he right. does a show. So, if you're... Retaining exclusivity to that, then how does that work exactly?
1: Yeah, I wondered that myself. And I had noticed, though, that he was still putting clips on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I think there was probably some sort of deal there where it was like, we'll still use YouTube to pull audience. Because I feel like a lot of content creators use YouTube to advertise for other parts of their business where they create content. So. But again, yeah, maybe, yeah. But the video, you're right. Like the video. streaming, yeah.
0: So, uh, to our knowledge, Spotify does not have any kind of no. video component. They never have. Is that something Other they're looking they... to add? I, Which, I don't again, know. That would
1: be leading to why nobody's saying anything because mm-hmm. they weren't trying to have it leaked yet. I, yeah.
0: And, mm-hmm. and based on <laughs> what you were saying, PR stunt, why not? You've got Dude. all eyes on you all this stuff comes down. Now, I can't imagine that this would be a smart PR stunt in the sense that he could be sued because this could be the breach of terms of service contract. Because if he had been talking to, I have no doubt in my mind that the terms of service prevent him from discussing any kind of deals with another company. So it would have to be backroom deals for anything to even go down. Right. So it's whether or not If there is truth to this, if they can find legal cause to prosecute him saying that he was, in fact, having conversations that were to make a deal. Because, again, there are ways around that. If you're just having a conversation, you know. You're having I a feel like it had
1: to have something had to have been started with a lawyer or something for it to go to that f- point. If this is in fact what it is, because mm-hmm. he's he's obviously in contract with Twitch, and I'm sure they locked that down. They wanted to yeah. lock down their huge top earners, and and I mean, we're talking about a man who is probably making 150k a month just on subscriptions. I'm not even talking about, and that's just assuming everyone a tier one at mm-hmm. five dollars. You know, there's ten dollar tier, twenty five dollar tier bits. All that kind of stuff that gets sponsorships, ad deals, all that. I mean, that's a lot of money.
0: Mm. So (laughs) it will be interesting to see how this plays out once Mm -hmm. the truth finally comes to light. Something tells me it'll happen while we're off.
1: (laughs) I feel like this week coming up is when we'll start maybe seeing leaks. And if we don't this coming week, we just may not. Yeah. Until however long, assuming it's a legal thing that's getting tied up, it has no because like there's certain tactics these large companies can use to keep these things drug out for long periods of time to basically hamper its progress. And hmm.
0: Amazon has the money to do that. Well, NDAs are very popular. Mm-hmm. You know, they love to. The gaming industry loves NDAs. Let's just put it that way. Oh yeah, we've heard do. that. So, and
1: really good reasons to have them in mm-hmm. some cases, for sure. You know.
0: But I'm interested to see if there's any truth to the last bit, right? Because with Ninja and Shroud not taking any deals now, granted they are big enough that they can make their own decisions and they can just go. Or like, they oh.
1: could just live the high life and do nothing from here on out. Honestly, yeah. after I heard the rumors of what each of them made for ten months' worth of work, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's true. too.
0: But it's just funny that their two names were on that list.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it all would have been too soon. But then again, if you think about it, I don't believe for a second that like Ninja, Shroud, Gathali and like the larger buys were not aware that Mixer was going to shut down when it did. I have a Mm -hmm. feeling those larger players probably again due to India and all that kind of stuff couldn't say anything. But I have a feeling they had to have been aware for a little bit that this was going to happen. Because I just don't believe that they would just be like shut down. And then those top guys that you just spent reportedly 30 or $40 million total on (laughs) to not let them know.
0: Now, do you think that Microsoft could have caught wind of what Google was planning? And once they heard that, they were just like, you know what? We're not, I'm not going to compete with that. So screw it. We're done. (sighs)
1: That's a tough one because, I mean, I don't know enough about, like, business and stuff, but I feel like that would almost have opened a a, a door for their own contracts. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like no, only because I know, you know, some people who are in the know for these sort of things, and it caught them by surprise also, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like Microsoft was really good at keeping it tight-lipped about them going under, Uh, but so... And and then I I mean, if Twitch could find out, then I guess Microsoft could have if they were all three talking about this stuff for like a month or so now, or however long we could assume they would they had been let know.
0: Well, it seemed that Twitch was tipped off, according to that uh, post. Well, I mean, Twitch yeah. was tipped off by someone that Doctor Disrespect had reached out to, so mm. a mole a rat
1: (laughs) i wonder who it would be too because like i i I mean i'm aware of the people that he's like quote unquote friends with on in the larger sphere you know but but i mean i can't claim to know anyone anymore like i i could sit here and go i don't think those guys would do it but i don't know anybody anymore so they could have
0: yeah well again we'll kind of leave that where it's at We'll revisit it. Hopefully, when we come back, we'll have yeah. information. We can discuss it. Whatever. Maybe it'll. Maybe they'll wait until we come back before they. Because just they're like they're a little about respect
1: us. for us, please. Yeah, Could you please.
0: Just... just just wait until we get back so we can talk about it. Oh ye people, Jeez. come on. Uh, the next story. This yeah. one. This one makes me mad. I mean, not to say that. Some of this other stuff is not does not make me mad because we're going to get into some stuff later as well. Again, we keep saying that, but it's all connected. It's, we're like yeah, the Marvel Universe right now. It's all connected.
1: One big circle, man.
0: But I, no, you cannot tell me this did not happen this week because of everything that went on. This just seemed too perfect an opportunity for this guy to say, you know what? Now's the time to strike. So... While we just mentioned Twitch has now taken action against one of their own, one particular garbage person has decided to take action against Twitch. Oh, Now I think I know what you're going to (laughs) say. A man by the name of Eric Estavio, who we shall refer to from here on out as the scumbag, has filed a lawsuit against Twitch for the sum of $25 million in damages for exposing him to, quote, overly suggestive and sexual content from various female streamers unquote mm. according to the suit it claims that the scumbag suffers from sex addiction and that his uh because of this twitch does not allow uh, a filtering system for him to filter through streams that he needs to to look through and he
1: needs a gender filter
0: mm-hmm. yes. he needs a gendering filter uh so he wants to watch a stream based on gender, but he can't do that, which leads him to constantly be exposed to thumbnails of scantily clad women of streaming channels available to him. This poor guy. Okay. But, oddly enough, his subscription log, you know, this thing you can do on Twitch where you can subscribe and follow uh, people... Yeah.
1: Where you're controlling your mouse clicks to right? where it goes. Yeah, yeah. And, and
0: you can follow the people you want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, his subscription log indicates that he follows exactly 786 female streamers and not one male streamer.
1: And on a platform where there are far more men streaming than women.
0: Hmm. So it's just, it's bizarre, right? He's he's so constantly uh, exposed to these women, yet he follows them all.
1: Oh, because of his addiction and whatever sure. he said. Because there was something in the lawsuit, too, that said uh, because of his condition, it limits him to only getting entertainment online, which... Oh, yeah. Somebody well- please explain to me what what disease or mental incapacitation that there is that only one can be entertained through only online entertainment.
0: I can fill that question for you because I did okay, some, some research on that. Um, yeah. He has said, Just please
1: teach me then like this could be a teachable moment. If I'm being ignorant.
0: Um, he has no friends. Oh, okay. Okay. He has yeah. no friends in the real world. So his only interactions are with people online. Okay, so I
1: can empathize with that a little, but okay, but I'll let you continue. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because I got problems with that one too. So, um, <laughs> as we said, he, he's following all these, all of his garbage. Uh, he asked the court, additionally to his lawsuit, uh, he also uh, asked the court to issue an immediate and permanent ban on a full list of female streamers mm-hmm. with notable names like Amaranth, yeah. uh, Pokimane, and Loserfruit. And that's just three of a much longer list. I don't have time oh, yeah. to go a through yeah. a lot. Pretty uh, much
1: yeah. any, any female who dared be successful
0: on the platform got named. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> if you thought that was funny, mm. which it's not.
1: Oh, it's uh, all hilarious. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you thought that wasn't enough, The case also claims that the scumbag's rights were violated Mm. due to the lack of quality that the Twitch Free Games with Prime service provides. The games are not quality enough like the Xbox games with gold, and since they are not up to par, his rights were violated because he does not get quality games like he does with Xbox games with gold. I am dead serious.
1: I don't. I I believe you. And actually, since this story came out, I've heard like other uh, other podcasts and stuff kind of talk about him just a little bit. It did a little research. Apparently, this this scumbag has a, a quite a long history of. Oh yes, really oh, yes. ridiculously dumb lawsuits, and so far has won none of them. I guess this is like. Lost nine out of nine that he's done or something.
0: You buried the rest of my story because... (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry!
1: sorry. (laughs) Because
0: I was going to mention, this isn't much of a shock because, yes, he has done shit like this before. Uh, He is known in the gaming industry as the PSN plaintiff or the serial sewer.
1: Gotcha.
0: Uh, He's filed a lawsuit against every major console maker plus PC. Uh, None of which succeeded.
1: (laughs) Just like general PC...
0: Well, like
1: a specific maker or Microsoft I think PC, for having Windows, or
0: <laughs> well, I think it was a PC game. I think he was suing uh, oh, like Activision. Team. Yeah, Activision Blizzard for World of Warcraft. I'm not sure. Oh, what Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I know it of had something it being to do too with
1: addictive. That. Yeah.
0: Now, to kind of give you an idea of how ridiculous his shit is, and this kind of goes back to what I was mentioning about him not having friends, uh, his suit against Sony. He claimed that he has zero friends in the real world. And when they banned him from his PSN account, they caused him pain and suffering which led to an increase in his pain medications and mental anguish. Because he Look, I'm not connect.
1: gonna deny that they that he needs help. Anybody who thinks any of these like are legitimate reasons to sue and, and actually pursue it. There's there's some underlying problems there. But lawyers, who are these people taking these lawsuits?
0: People looking for a book.
1: But again, look at his history of winning.
0: And and well also keep in mind too that he uh, claims to be on disability and he's unemployed, so he doesn't have a job. He's well, I mean, trying to, to live there. off. Of I'm not whatever gonna he... deny that Yeah, whatever he's trying to live off of, this is just another way to live comfortably for however long. And like you said, he's not won anything. So he's just trying to get that payday. Um, Do I sympathize? Absolutely not. Because from where I'm standing, I don't know what this guy's mental... If someone can can explain it to me and make me understand where he's coming from to where I can empathize, sure, I'll consider it. But at this moment, this sounds like a person who is in a situation of blaming other people for his for own problems. Own. Yes. Okay. It almost seems it, like
1: a classic case of deflection. Like, I'm not going to take responsibility for me being the problem. It's all of these outside forces that it's making me this
0: way. Yeah, exactly. And That's my problem with this guy because that's exactly what I hear. You don't have any friends? Why? You tell me why you don't have any friends in the real world. Do you go outside? Do you mingle? Do you try to talk to anybody? Do you attempt to make friends? Or are you just a homebody Who just says, nobody likes me. Have you attempted to go out? Have you attempted to try and make friends? If you have not done that, it's your own fault.
1: Even if it is online. Like, like, let's just put it that way. I know, okay, so we'll just pretend like this all happened during the pandemic and we were all doing our part and staying home and you can't go see people. Even if you were doing that online, there comes a point where you have to realize what the one common denominator is in all of these different problems that you say you have in your life. And that's probably you. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I just got more frustrated, of course, after I read more about this going on and everything. I mean, for me, my first knee-jerk reaction was just like, oh, so you're just going to attack the only women who dare to be successful on the platform and all of this kind of stuff. And that's what really irritated me because it's just like... give women a break for crying out loud. They work just as hard and almost sometimes it feels like past to 10 times harder just to be taken seriously. Cause everyone wants to denigrate our success down to the fact we own tits and it's just getting so frustrating in the gaming space. Like we're just humans who also enjoys this. We want a game. Like, just because we're women, why do we got to be treated differently for it? I just, I don't know. And I know other people have had different things too, but it's disproportionately this way for... Mm.
0: I don't know. I don't I don't sympathize with the guy. Even his um, bullshit statement about getting his PSN account shut down, he admits he owns every other console, so he's still got his Xbox friends. Uh, if you have friends online on these platforms, then... Clearly, you should be able to talk to them in Discord or if they're actually friends there, then maybe you can talk to them uh, by text message. I mean, you and I are friends. We communicate daily, not through gaming, Mm -mm. but we communicate daily through the means that we have because we can't see each other in real life every day, which is a sad thing. But that's beside the point. What we're talking about here is that we take the time to talk to each other. Like There
1: are these avenues that one can take.
0: Like friends do Mm -hmm. online. If you still have online access, which clearly he did, he just lost his PSN account. And therapy is also online too. And I hope he is seeking that out. He needs it. He needs it. Just saying. But but hey, you know what? If anybody out there, if you can explain this, you can make me sympathize with this guy. I'm willing to to listen. Because right now, he just seems like a scumbag to me who's Mm -hmm. taking advantage of a situation and cannot take responsibility for his own actions. That's just where I'm at. Convince me otherwise, if you will.
1: Please.
0: Anyway, moving on. Um, Yes. Lighter, I guess, news. Well, this isn't really light. None of it's light. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, We might have one or two. Yeah. Well, toward the end. Uh, Former IGN writer Mitch Dyer uh, spoke out last week against former IGN heads Steve Butts. Uh (laughs) Mm-hmm. I know. I was such a child when I read that, too. And Tal Blevins, calling them manipulative and exploitative to him and many others during their time within the company. In a series of tweets, he recounts several incidents showcasing their behavior, such as intimidation tactics and treating employees as lesser than. Uh, one particular incident of note was a story published by IGN regarding Amy Hennig's departure at Naughty Dog, stating that she was forced out. Now, according to Dyer, he was going to report on the story about her leaving, but there was no proof that she was being forced out and did not want to publish that story. However, Butts and Blevins chose to run the story with all the rumors intact and made it seem like there was much more going on behind the scenes. And they even slapped his name on it, despite his objections. Right. Because that was their bullying tactic bullshit. And it kept them in the free and clear because apparently they were you know, trying to suck up Sony and be like, it wasn't us, it was him. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> because throat> Sony did have problems with that story when it ran. Well, of course. <laughs> now, he continued with a few other examples. If you want to go read them, it's on his Twitter thread, uh, Mitch right. Dyer. Yeah, he had a
1: pretty long one.
0: Yeah. But at the end of the day, he said he doesn't hold any ill will toward IGN as a whole and stated that many of his cal- colleagues that work there now are much happier uh, since those two are out. Right. So... Mitch is actually currently writing for Star Wars Squadrons.
1: Nice. And he
0: even wrote for uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2.
1: Excellent. Yes.
0: So a little happy ending to that. Yeah, it was
1: a little happy, too, uh, (coughs) because we have confirmation from, like, Neil Druckmann and them, too. Like, dude, sorry, we didn't know you were going through this at the time and, and, like, publicly accepted Mm -hmm. the apology that that, that Mitch had at the end, both him and I think one other gentleman that was involved. I can't remember his name right now. So at least, Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, that doesn't blacklist him for any reason. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I I mean, good good on him for speaking up. Because this was the week for it. We'll get into that later. There it is. <laughs> hey, you know that Chinese holding company that seems to have their hands in every single pie known to man?
1: Do I? Hmm. Escaping my mind. Uh, tenfold? Uh, cent. Oh, that that's right. Ten, yeah, cent, yeah, cent, yeah. Cent, ten, cent. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, hey, they have decided to make their own live streaming service in the U.S. What? Yeah, because you see, (laughs) seeing how Twitch is now still the undisputed king of all live streaming, why wouldn't Tencent want a piece of that action? Of course. So this new service known as Trovo Live has actually been in beta testing for some time now with testing in the U.S. starting Back around March, oh, but uh, yeah. it's now starting to get a little bit more prominent. It, the eyes are starting to come mm-hmm. on it, and right now, to my knowledge, from everything that I dug into, there seems to be no unique features on the platform no. that would make anybody want to hop ship <coughs> or jump ship from their previous yeah. or from the platform they're on now. However, however, the platform does seem to be trying to entice creators. By offering a thirty million dollar partnership program starting in July. Mm Hmm. Now, how does that work? I don't know. I tried reading
1: through some of it. It's like it's tiered and like based on like average watch time from your viewers, and they even gave you the algorithm. I think on there how to determine what watch time is versus Mm -hmm. people in your chat or something. Yeah.
0: So. Uh. We'll have to wait and see if this is the next big thing. I can't imagine it is unless they just do corporate takeovers like they have in the past, but it's just... Been- I was
1: going to say, like, this This seems to be the new trend of, like, enticing people with the money because I think there was one thing we, too, probably forgot with all of the news going on because I think Facebook was actually offering, like, a $2,500, like, sign-on bonus to certain mixer partners also, like, tried to lure them in with the cash.
0: Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be funny if this was the platform... <laughs>
1: But it's totally okay. I poked around on it because I honestly hadn't heard of it till this week either. And it might have been that they just struck while the iron was hot, knowing that there's like displaced streamers happening and like in the chaos Mm -hmm. that maybe they could kind of rise through the ranks and steal up some of these people who are looking for a home. It's a Twitch clone. I I mean, I I, I went to check out the site because somebody that I know as a streamer who was Try it all platforms. I, I mm. met this person initially on Twitch and then went to Mixer and then now looking for a home. And it, it totally looked like a Twitch clone to me, like down to how the UI worked, the drop down lists for your own um, like privacy settings and everything to the T. And then even when you went in to watch a stream, the chat and everything's just laid out exactly the same. And the only thing that I noticed too was like a little bit of Mixer elements and the mm. fact that they had. Well, Mixer called them stickers. I don't know off the top of my head what Trovo calls them. But again, there's like currency that you build by watching streams on Trovo, which was the case on Mixer. You just built their sparks is what they called them from watching streams. And then you use that currency to put like certain special stickers or emotes or something like that in chat. So it was almost like it stole that interactivity from Mixer but made everything look 100% like Twitch. So maybe you'd feel more comfortable at home. You could navigate it. You're like, oh, this would be a good place to stream. I'm familiar. I don't know. But it's a Twitch clone. But it did start me on dark mode. So for that, I'll applaud you. I didn't have to look for
0: it. Fair enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's about all I could say. But I'm not saying it's a good or bad platform. I, I just found that very jarring when I first opened it up that I was like, I'm looking at Twitch. Yeah. Except the corner said Trovo Beta, you know?
0: Well, again, we'll have to wait and see, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I I'm don't all
1: for competition in the space. I just don't know about Tencent, man. Like, I feel like they're going to be the one to own everything gaming-related, period, mm-hmm. in the world. is are the working shaping on it. up.
0: Okay, so now, uh, at least the next three things I've got to talk about are, are lighter. Yay! You know, a little lighter. Uh, this one, would, I guess it would spark a little bit of a conversation. I just wanted to briefly touch on this because, hey, you remember Sean Layden? That I... guy who was chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide and who just up and disappeared? Just go- <laughs> Because <laughs> he did. I forgotten, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing. It was like, hey, he's been replaced. Where did he go? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he popped his head out of whatever hole he'd been hiding in and did an interview with uh, VentureBeat. Last week, and in an interview, he stated that he feels video games have become too long and would love to see a return to shorter playthroughs (laughs) lasting between 12 and 15 hours. I agree. He even backed this argument up (laughs) by stating that development length for these larger titles versus development time for smaller ones, uh, you know, varies, obviously, and essentially saying the industry could make more games in the long run. So versus a five-year plan for a 80-hour game, uh-huh. three years for a you know 20-hour game, boom.
1: I've been saying this for a while, though. I just thought it was because I was getting older and crotchety where I was like, I just want the opportunity to finish a game. And the longer it yeah. goes on, sometimes my ADD won't allow that. And then I mm. have plenty of like 80-hour games left unfinished because I can't be bothered to continue anymore. Right. How about we make it, yeah, like he says, like a 20-hour game, but then charges like 30 bucks.
0: I mean, I'm not, I'm not and against give us a
1: sequel or something that's also 30 hours
0: or whatever. I'm not against shorter games. I mean, I'm, I'm there are there are times that I just when I think of a, a game that I'm going to be playing and I realize it's going to be a long time, it does discourage me from starting it because I'm like, do I want to sit through this right now? I mean, it's not that I I I know that once I get into it, I'll play it, mm-hmm. but it's just whether or not I want to commit that time to it right now, right? Because I know I will commit that time to it. Am I going to commit fully or am I just going to be like, mm, I don't know. Like I just finished the last of us two and I really don't know what to play now. I mean, it wasn't a long game long. Well, middle ground. I mean, it was obviously longer than 10 to, or 12 to 15 hours, but it wasn't right. an 80 hour not game like either. But I don't know. I don't know what I want to play now. Yeah. So, fair enough. <laughs> eh. So I mean, I'm not, I'm not against shorter games. Yep. By any means. I mean, I think... But of course, you, I have
1: no beef with people who make long ones, though, no, either. You know. I just
0: don't make them long just for the sake of making them long. Right. If you're, if you're trying to drag it out with so much garbage content, which I've seen, where there's just side quests... I feel like we're classic. in
1: that, though. Like, even movies, I feel like now, why can't we make it less than three hours? Like, you know, I just feel like... Remember back when there were like a nice, neat 90 minutes and you could commit and get up yeah. and leave and all this kind of stuff. And now I feel like you need to make it a two night event with an intermission to get mm. through all of it. I don't know.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll say with uh, certain movies, like horror movies, don't 90 minutes tops. Yeah. That's you, you got you have to keep it that short because there's not a whole lot going on.
1: And it's exhausting. I'm yeah, sorry. Like a horror is. movie with that much tense the whole time. You just as the viewer get exhausted.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Um, but I feel like if you can earn that three hours, because I would say that the Avengers movies earned those. They built to that. And it was just like, mm-hmm. hey, we've got this last movie. It's going to be a sweeping epic. So are you in for this long haul? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got me here. But you they know? kept
1: it fast enough that I didn't feel like I noticed as much with how mm-hmm. long that was. Exactly. Horror movies tend to have long dragging oh, yeah. moments to build up suspense or whatever. And can only mm-hmm. go with that trope so long.
0: Sure, so I don't know, but yeah, I would I wouldn't mind seeing shorter games. It doesn't bother me. I don't mm-hmm. need a sixty hour game every freaking time. I just don't. Right. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable. I will. I'll eat it up. Mm-hmm. If you make it replayable, I'll play it again. Yeah. It's that simple. There you go. Yeah. Uh, hey, games. There were some game we showcases do this week. We have some games
1: to talk about, huh? Of like uh, actual
0: games. Actual <laughs> games. <laughs> So, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics showcase footage and gameplay for Marvel 's Avengers. Uh, the trailer gave us some look at some of the story details showcasing aim from uh, the comics, which some people may or may not know. I know who they are, but you know, yeah, you probably don't do you Probably not you no, uh, and even <laughs> Modoc, who I think was rumored to be the villain, uh, but now we have confirmation Modoc is in fact the villain, of course, he is part of Aim, so it makes sense that 's me being a comic nerd. Uh, While other characters showcased in there are villains like Abomination and the Leader, who are two Hulk villains, which are nice to see in there. We also got to see uh, Kamala Khan in action, Ms. Marvel, who seems to be a very important element to the overall story. So I'm very curious to see how this all plays out story-wise. There were additional characters seen like Nick Fury and fellow S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Alessandre Morales, Uh, they were seen doing things, and there was also an interesting cameo from a very lesser known, I mean, this is a deep cut in Marvel comics, Uh, Daily Bugle reporter Philip Sheldon led to a lot of speculation because he's a Daily Bugle reporter. Mm -hmm. His microphone had a Daily Bugle logo on it. So people are like, are we going to get to see Spider-Man? Are we going to get to see Spider-Man? They didn't. They didn't say Spider-Man would be in the game. I'd be holding out on that one. Maybe. And in all honesty, I wouldn't hold my breath. I feel like this is more of an Easter egg to say, yeah, it's the Marvel Universe. Of course, there's the Daily Bugle. Of course, there's Spider-Man. Doesn't mean he's going to be here, but mm-hmm. it's the Marvel Universe. He exists here. So, I mean, that's that's all I'm kind of taking it me. as. Yeah, that's just me. Uh, We saw some co-op gameplay, uh, some additional character costumes, and an understanding about those costumes that some can be earned via gameplay and others will be in-game purchases. Hmm. Which means the good ones, the ones that people really, really want. The ones
1: that, yeah, (laughs) that they actually want.
0: Because if Spider-Man was in the game, they would have that symbiote costume on lockdown behind a paywall. Guaranteed. Mm. So there's no telling what Captain America outfits, Iron Man suits, there's tons of those that they could put behind a paywall that people would be like, Oh, God, that's awesome. I want that so bad. <laughs> oh, I, that. Yep. I mean, there's not so much you can do with the Hulk or Black Widow because they really haven't had a lot of costume changes. Of course, there are other characters in the game that we don't know about yet i know hawkeye i think was was touted but we didn't see anything about him in this game so we'll see um we were also introduced to the various editions because we have various editions of every big game anymore so if you want to pay that extra hundred (laughs) dollars or maybe twenty dollars whatever you want to do there are offerings um there are also retail bonuses if you want to go to a retailer best buy is offering up a steelbook edition which seems to be their thing i don't know if you noticed that or not but you want a lot lately yes best buy is your steelbook destination Uh, amazon offers you up a digital comic book that's related to the game walmart is offering a set of six patches and gamestop Mm. a set of six pins so there you go uh there's an $80 deluxe edition that comes with additional outfits for the games, uh, nameplates, which I don't know what that is in the game, but apparently there are nameplates. Okay. Uh, uh, and even early access to the game three days early. Oh, that's Ooh. actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there's the $200 Earth's Mightiest Edition, which comes with a 12-inch k- statue of Captain America from Gentle Giant, a steelbook. K- taste game. I don't know why I'm struggling here. Uh, (laughs) A Hulk bobblehead. Molnir keychain. Black Widow's belt buckle. Iron Man's prototype armor blueprints. Kamala Khan's honorary Avenger pin. And commemorative Avengers group photo. Plus a digital or a physical copy. Yeah. Plus a physical copy of the deluxe edition which also gets you the deluxe edition Bonuses that I just mentioned. Okay. So you get all this. lots of stuff. Yeah, you get lots of stuff. So if you want all that junk, there you go. There you go. And, which this is kind of cool. Additionally, it was revealed by Crystal Dynamics that anyone who buys Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One will receive a free upgrade on the next-gen console.
1: Oh, good. I feel like I'm seeing a a lot of uh, dev teams saying that now which is cool to hear uh,
0: well especially considering your game is coming out so close in to a, the transition a launch here, yeah yeah uh but all of that said marvel fans were not impressed <laughs> from what? what i've heard yeah twitter right. was just like meh nah, meh nah. like twitter. they it seemed like they were like the story is good but the gameplay just looks garbage so i don't, I don't know. know i'm i'm hesitant for the game right now i want to play it but i'm not I w- i'm not excited about this like i was spider-man like seeing spider-man in action seeing how that was playing out like i could feel it in the back of my head it's like this is going to be a game i have to have mm-hmm. this is a game i'm like mm, i don't know we'll see like no. i'm more interested wait wait
1: in- wait to see what happens when it comes out and does right that, i'm
0: yeah. i'm more interested in playing the iron man vr game that's coming out oh, yeah. at the end of the week oh god oh shoot yeah i That's didn't know that. Up. i yeah. mean
1: time just has no meaning anymore so like dates i well, really never, have to legit look every day what date it is i have
0: no idea anymore well i never felt like they gave us a definitive date until just but yeah this cause week. it was pushed
1: off and then
0: yeah so uh and one more game we finally got a new trailer for cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. As well as some additional information regarding gameplay, uh, there's one such feature in the game called Braindance, which allows players to relive another character's memories. The feature is said to be a big part of the game and allows some investigative-type gameplay to break away from some of the first-person shooter action. Uh, it was also reported by Kotaku, <laughs> this is where it gets weird, people, yeah. that the character customization is extremely detailed, to oh, say the least. Oh, is it? Ever. Yep, yep, yeah. Okay. So according to the report, the following options will be available to create your character. Six skin types, 35 hairstyles, 17 different eyes, eight different eyebrows, 17 mouths, 17 jaws, 17 ears, which means about 17 faces.
1: Yes. (laughs) And then whatever math to move them all around. Sure.
0: Uh, Eight pieces of cyberware. 9 types of scars, 6 types of tattoos, 11 piercings, 5 types of teeth, which I can't wait to see the <laughs> jimbos.
1: God, I hope we can make them <clears throat> as big as we want. No, yeah, yeah.
0: 8 types of eye makeup, 5 types of lip makeup, 3 types of blemishes, 3 types of nipples, yep. 5 types of body tattoos, Two types of body scars. If you thought we were too far, no, we're about to oh, go no. farther. Okay. Yeah, we are. Because we've also got two types of penises, which I'm going to assume is circumcised and uncircumcised. Yeah, because I, I
1: was wondering too, like, all right, because if you're going to invest in the ability to, I guess, how endowed this person will be.
0: Because I don't know what other penis size or penis type there would be, circumcised or uncircumcised. Either right. you, you, have yeah, that or, or a snake wearing a helmet who knows uh <laughs> and then of course
1: Whatever your caregiver decided
0: and then like like you said uh, a range of sizes which mm. you know I'm just i am imagine
1: it's like a height slider type deal
0: well we saw it in um what saints row they've got the um i can't they don't call it the length size i can't remember what they call it specifically mm. but yeah. they they have that where you can increase your package size, but they call it something else. Your mm-hmm. sexuality, your desire, your I don't remember what the hell they call it. Anyway. I, remember I feel like like when I look at that, I'm like, I'm not gonna run around I know it can be funny, but mentally in the back of my head, I feel like the people who have issues with their size, they're gonna be Scooby's huge. Look at it. Look at it. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that's the nice thing. You can play your game how you want. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I guess. Yeah.
1: If that's what they want to do with their individual they're creating, then so be it.
0: Sure. Uh, but despite having two penises, you only get one vagina because I... I I, I guess I'm glad because if there were more than one, I'd really <laughs> want to know what the hell that is. Because I
1: wonder, I bet they're going to make, uh, I would imagine they would make that customizable as well because mm-hmm. it's not a one size fits all situation either. Mm-hmm. So,
0: well, I assume with that also comes the five types of pubic hair. Mm-hmm. So, again, is this shaved? Is this, uh, w- maybe like, well-roomed? Escaped. Yeah, uh, like, like with a
1: landing pad, maybe. One's more curly. Uh, Maybe the, you've got a hard... large
0: bush running yes, around.
1: The 70s style. Because
0: mm-hmm. I would do that just just because. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah.
1: Why not? Why not? It's healthier. Yeah. It's my excuse.
0: So there you go, people. Um,
1: you make whatever you want.
0: Yep. Good, good good for them it's insane
1: it was just like the more customization options I hear I'm like how big of a focus is this because I feel like they're really hammering home the genitalia customization which to each their own I I guess I just never thought of that as being so important now I understand for some people they want to see themselves in the video game and represent it and everything Mm -hmm. I guess I just never saw the need for straight up looking at it ever in my games. Yeah,
0: I feel like... I mean, because you're going to be in first person, so what... Well, it's does, just
1: where it's going yeah. to get a little bit more dangerous, maybe even? I don't know. I'm just... It, it's, it's fine. I, I I mean, I'm not going to not buy it because of it. It's just no, kind no, of no. Funny to be the focus on it so Yeah,
0: it's, it's bizarre because I feel like the character customization features should reflect who you are in the game. Absolutely. Not just in a... Uh, physical sense, but maybe it plays into the gameplay in some way. I think would I be would really imagine neat. it would
1: have to, right? I,
0: I would hope. That would be cool. I don't think we see that enough.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, let's do some quickets. What? Quick. Yeah, quickets. I'm gonna I'm gonna barrel through these as quick as I can. Excellent. Uh Crash Bandicoot four was announced with uh, mm-hmm. a gameplay trailer released. Uh, it's going to come out on October 2nd for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Funny enough, it was rumored to come out on October 9th. <laughs> and I, all, I honestly wonder if they changed it a week ahead. Just be like, no. No, it's not. It's coming out on the 2nd. Yeah, you thought you had it on that week, didn't you? Well, no. <laughs> the 2nd. Yep. That's when it's coming out. I don't know that for sure, but that's it's definitely a week before. Yeah. So it's... Interesting. I don't know. Uh, Nintendo announced Animal Crossing New Horizons Summer Update, which will feature swimming, diving in the ocean, uh, the addition of a new character named Pascal, as well as changes to Gulliver. I don't know any of these characters. I haven't played the game, but all of that will be available on July 3rd.
1: Yeah, Gulliver is like a little duck who sometimes ends up like passed out on your beaches and has like a side quest that you can do for him.
0: Wouldn't he be a gull since he's. G-liver.
1: Oh, you might be right. I don't know. I was just always like, yeah, you look like a duck. I never I mean, put could be much thought into it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just
0: accepted it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of Nintendo news, so I'm going to continue on with it because mm-hmm. a lot of things happened with Nintendo that was not bad.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> just a <lot> of <laughs> That was like that.
0: Just uh, they. news. Also showcased a new Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighter, Min-Min from ARMS, along with some new Mi Fighter costumes featuring Ninjara from ARMS, Callie and Marie from Splatoon, uh, Hehachi, Hehachi, that's right, mm. from Tekken, and the coolest addition, in my opinion, Vault Boy from Fallout. Yeah. I mean, you look like Vault Boy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the Pokemon Company and Tencent, again... <sighs> Announced a new MOBA-style game called Pokemon Unite, which no one seemed all that thrilled about. They were just like, oh, "No, okay, yeah." And hey, uh, this is this is just some little headline I spotted, and I thought I'd bring it up here. Uh, Heritage Auctions is currently um, auctioning off a 1999 Pokemon Super Secret Battle Number One Trainer Promo Hologram Card.
1: No idea what you just said. So a card.
0: A card. A hologram card. Okay. With a professional grade of 10 up for auction right now. And the last time I checked, current bid is up to $17,000. Holy
1: what? Nine
0: more days to go.
1: Oy. uh, Who's got this money right now? Dear Lord.
0: I wish I had this card. Like, not for my collection, but I wish I was the person auctioning it off. Right? Getting that money. Uh, July 10th, we'll see the release of Deadly Premonition 2 for the Nintendo Switch. I know you're excited.
1: I was so sad about it being a Switch exclusive. And then when I was reading that this week, I went, oh, yeah, I have one now. Yeah, I don't have to now. be sad anymore.
0: Additionally, from Nintendo, because again, that was a lot.
1: There was, yeah. Uh,
0: The company looks to be distancing itself from further development of mobile games, which I'm not surprised by. Uh, Switch consoles have resumed normal production, although there is no word when they will replenish their stock. Mm -hmm. And the most disappointing of all, in my opinion, the company, or this could be a good news, I don't know. The company has abandoned the trademark for Eternal Darkness. Oh, so, I guess on the bright side, maybe another developer can come in and take it. And, and maybe it can be on other platforms other than Nintendo. Maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, DC Comics is holding a fan event called DC Fan Dome for upcoming really? multimedia projects, comics, movies, and the like. I actually got an email about this. I was a little excited, I suppose. I guess this is uh, a way of doing a, a, an event during the COVID nonsense Mm -hmm. um but it is reported that two new games will be seen at this event suicide squad and gotham knights yeah so we'll have to wait and see if that remains to be seen Mm -hmm. uh bandai namco announced that tales of arise has been delayed indefinitely which i don't have a dog in that race i don't know No. uh I know we mentioned this and I guess we should be surprised, but uh I mean, we're not like huge fans like all these people are, but it seems that fans of Sonic the Hedgehog are upset that Sega didn't announce a new game for his 30th anniversary. So oh, but we're getting known.
1: the handhelds,
0: but we're not getting a new game. We need a new game. There's a never diff- happy. No, they never <laughs> are, but I don't want one of those other things either. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a very interesting tidbit that I found. PlayStation has established a Hacker One bug bounty program. This mm. is something I don't even know anything about, but now I'm kind of like, well, hmm. Yeah. It seems that this program will allow players to hunt down bugs either within their own PS4 hardware or even the PlayStation Network, and reporting said bug fetches a high price depending on how big or small it is. The tiers listed within the bounties on the PlayStation Network go from $100 to $3,000, while PlayStation 4 hardware bounties can net you some scratch between five hundred to $50,000. Mm. Pretty cool. I, th-
1: I think it's smart companies are starting to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Because Honestly. who's going to know better than the people playing it all the time? The
1: ones that would have been hacking it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> you know, and this way they can turn it into a payday. A
0: mm-hmm. uh, new trailer dropped for the Dark Pictures Little Hope. Let's see a little bit of Oh, gameplay. I missed that. I did too.
1: Because I knew they delayed it, so I'd forgotten to keep checking back up on
0: it. Uh, Cult title, The World Ends With You, is getting an anime adaptation, which I don't think is surprising. But uh, on the, I guess, less surprising news, or more surprising, Cyberpunk 2077 is also getting an anime called Mm -hmm. Edge Runner that is uh, coming to Netflix. Yeah. so Cool, if you're into that.
1: Yeah, if you're into it. I mean, the way they reported it, it's going to be its own standalone story. Not mm-hmm. It's the same universe as the game, but its own entity. So Right.
0: Uh, Critical Role will resume airing new episodes on July 2nd with new safety protocols put in place. Uh, if you're into that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film adaptation of Five Nights at Freddy's is apparently, quote, moving rapidly forward. <laughs> we'll see. Because we've been talking about that for years, it feels I like. I forgot about it. And finally, Disco Elysium is being adapted into a television series.
1: Oh, so I did know. see that in the right hands.
0: In the right hands.
1: That could do really well. Do you happen to know if any of the same writers are involved from, like, the game?
0: I don't know. I have okay. no idea.
1: Side note, something for me to
0: look up later. Mm-hmm. Truth or Trash? Me! Got two. Oh. So, first up. Yes. Yeah. The next generation version of GTA 5 will come with additional DLC, which will be Liberty City Stories. Oh,
1: like a remake of the, uh, what was it, in between like 4 and 5 or something, or mm. before 4?
0: I think it was even a, a Vita title or something.
1: They're making, so for the, for the next console, uh, GTA 5 will have DLC uh, of Liberty Stories. Uh, let's uh, let's just say true i feel like if they're supposedly working on six and all that why would you but i mean maybe they got plenty of time right now while they're yeah. waiting to make other things and doing that so why not why not I mean,
0: it, it gives a, a nice incentive just be okay like, hey.
1: right to keep paying for gta 5 mm-hmm. yeah exactly
0: <laughs> and lastly resident evil 8 or village resident evil doesn't matter right uh will feature one exclusive PlayStation five feature vr
1: because you know I thought it was interesting they didn't mention VR when they announced it finally mm-hmm. I'm gonna say trash, okay. Because I feel like they would have said it initially, and I don't think it really hooked that many more people to have it as a VR exclusive to PlayStation. So I don't know that it was worth it in the long run, but I could be just pulling that out of my butt.
0: That's fair enough. I mean, yeah. I will say playing it in VR, which I know I've mentioned it before on the show, but it it was interesting, definitely creepier, because you feel mm-hmm. like you're in the you know in the sequence, but at the same time, it's very, very... Jarring to your senses because I got motion sick with that game more than I have any other VR game. I can imagine, yeah. It was just, ugh, it was insane. How would you like to buy Buy that for a dollar? What? I've got one. All
1: right, all right, yeah. Look at me getting to play this side again. Yeah.
0: So... uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't you gotten into RPGs lately, tabletop RPGs? Didn't you do something something like that with somebody? I mean, I've been been
1: playing like the the LARPing stuff online Ah, or whatever. Not tabletop per se, but sure. Gotcha.
0: LARPing. We uh, are rolling
1: dice and all that kind of stuff like D&D, but yeah.
0: Okay. Well, since it's like D&D, that's that's perfect because perhaps you would like to explore D&D or the D&D world uh, in a way that, you know, you want to kind of bring it to life. Okay. In your pants. I mean, in your kitchen. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Introducing Heroes Feast, the official Dungeons & Dragons cookbook.
1: Ooh.
0: A new cookbook containing 80 dishes inspired by the cultures and monsters found in Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, dear. each recipe explains some of the context for the dish, explaining that the storied history of the knucklehead trout found in the Icewind Dale... Or explaining the magical nutritional benefits of Elven bread, even drinks like the Mind Flayer are presented in continuity with helpful facts or trivia about how the drink got its name. (laughs) You can either use recipes to learn more about the cultures that live in Dungeons and Dragons campaign settings, or make some food to feed your fellow party members and dungeon masters. Other recipes include. Bytopian shepherd's bread, iron rations, savory hand pies, hogs and bed rolls, emphale braised beef. If I'm saying any of this wrong, people, give me a break.
1: <laughs> you know what?
0: Homelit golden brown roasted turkey, drowned mushroom steaks, and moonshae seafood risotto. Desserts include, or desserts and cocktails include, heartlands rose apple and blackberry pie. Yawning Portal Biscuit, and lin Zombie. Shulton. Shulton Zombie. There we go. See, I fixed it for you people, if you care. Uh, <laughs> this nerdtastic cookbook will be released on October 25th with pre-orders available right now. How much would you pay for this book? Oh, my God.
1: So, if I'm going to base it kind of on things of this nature that we've seen before
0: with, like, other
1: ones, I'm going to say 19.99.
0: Gonna do better than that because it's thirty-five dollars. Oof! Getting, a, is he is? A, is it a, a thick one? I mean, like, you're, you're, you're not just bit. you're not just getting recipes. You're getting a glossary of things about D and D. You're getting history, man.
1: Learning D and D as I cook.
0: The storied history of the knucklehead trout. Storied. Come on. Like a, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Come on.
1: Pull up a glass of wine and learn the tales yeah
0: so because um we have a lot still left to talk about it's season finale time people i can't help but we're skipping hopefully you're still
1: with us and we thank you for it if you are
0: yeah so let's let's get into the big thing this week because hopefully we can keep it we need to talk about a lot of things let's just say that we got a lot to talk about
1: a lot, of, a lot of lot of conversations to be had. Yeah, so um, I guess this is the headliner here. It's a lot to unpack, mm-hmm. put that in. Um, if any of you have been following any of this week, you totally understand. Um, I will throw out maybe a trigger warning for some people um, just in the off chance because we will be talking about all of the sexual assault and allegations that have come out throughout the week. So I just want to put that out there if that's um, something that you don't Want to have a conversation about anymore? Or from own personal experience, I'd cut it here. Um, so there's no way that I could hit absolutely every single one. Um, as the time of recording this, I think we're at about 200 or so more allegations, like total, mm-hmm. that has happened throughout the week. Um, and and to shorten it down to give it justice, like that, to give you the full scope of the situation, it's just it's, it's really hard. So. Um, Streaming had a rough week, as we've already kind of discussed. Um, The gaming scene, though, has had a really larger eye-opening week into uh, sexual assault and harassment allegations made. Mostly, I'll put this out there because I do realize that there was uh, men that has come forward with their own experiences as well. Um, This is very much disproportionately women that were affected in this particular case, and I feel more comfortable from my own experience talking on that particular end of it. So I don't want to discount that this is a both sides that it does happen to. Um, But it is far greater disproportionately women who are affected in these cases. And I'm going to focus mostly on just the Twitch and Mixer side of things because um, as it started, it was with um, one particular streamer who had made allegations against a top Destiny streamer and I believe it was Lono or Say No to Rage. So it was a Twitter user who goes by the name Tide who tweeted about an unnamed at the time top player on the online game Destiny, and it was last Friday, referring to this person as a scumlord. Uh, since she came forward, three other female streamers who goes by Jules Verne, snaps and Sh55, who had seen this prior post from Tide and shared similar experiences with this same streamer. Uh, The allegations included non-consensual touching, propositioning for sex, and harassment, which unfortunately, this was a big through line as I was reading a lot of these stories. In in these particular spaces, it seems like it was a large majority of men abusing their own power in these situations. Um, After the allegations came out, other streamers... And viewers and people in the space started speaking out about their own experiences in the gaming community, which stretched further than we could have imagined into YouTubers, game developers, esports teams, influencers and sponsor managements, talent managers. The list goes on. We're talking um, Method, who's a large esports team, had two counts, and as best as we can tell now, is completely dissolved. Um, Ubisoft is among one of the larger names that we saw named Insomniac is another large developing team OPG Talent Management which was very close to one of the first ones too Omid Denari I believe was the name and didn't deny it totally said I believe women that he he was just saying I don't remember this particular thing but I guess he's done it enough in his past that he wasn't going to deny that her allegation um, was was false you know or that it was true Mm -hmm. so as this goes on after the allegations came out other streamers started speaking up Uh, Jessica Ritchie, who's another content creator uh, took the time to actually compile a list of those who have accused their harassers citing the name of the accused if they gave it some of them definitely wanted to stay anonymous um, would provide links to the stories because a lot of this was twit longer stories that was happening throughout the week um, and then would also provide the accused reply if it was available. So she's done a phenomenal job keeping all this together and it was just for documentation purposes. This isn't to like be able to use in a court of law for this, that or the other. It was just to come, kind of have a, a, a place to compile all of it together. So even the names on the list shocked me. So I'm going to stick specifically within now moving forward, the Twitch, or the streaming space, because that's also something that I'm more familiar with. Uh, but just know this is such a large widespread issue that we've had insight into in the past. I remember Gamergate, you know, where women were disproportionately getting sent death threats and being sexually harassed and everything in that space. And, and, Here we're cutting to, what, almost six years later and seeing how much more egregious that it's become and how unchecked that it's been allowed to go. And it's sickening to see. Mm -hmm. So while the bulk of the streamers accused were on Twitch, that doesn't mean to say Mixer and YouTube and Facebook were left out of the mix. Mixer had two big ones, which I guess, you know, they were banned from, or the one was banned from the platform. In hindsight now, I guess it wouldn't have mattered. But that, that has nothing to do with Mixer shutting down. Um, Cabby TV was the biggest one that came out and d- didn't deny it. Shut down all of their socials the next day. Their page, everything was gone. Um, put out some half-assed apology that still kind of made it about him. Um, but that was kind of a big shocker because he was kind of a, the, one of their larger ones on that platform that none of us would have actually seen coming. mm mm-hmm. Um, even names that I saw on the Twitch list floored me, especially from ones that didn't deny it. And it it's just kind of goes to show you that no matter how invested you get into a content creator, you just don't know. And with when you're reading the through line on the stories on just how easy it was for them to use their position to coerce these people into either being afraid to speak out against it, or for fear of being blacklisted in the industry if you were the one brave enough to try to come forward to if anyone was even going to believe you and what i'm seeing now people in the positions of power who should have been the ones to do something about it we're laughing it off and what do i mean by that as we've seen this week the allegations date back to 2014 with some receipts to show that this isn't even the first time that it was brought up to twitch and it had been swept under the rug with nothing happening emmett sheer who is the CEO and co-founder of Twitch, has been on record now. I haven't heard the recording, but supposedly laughing off these allegations that women have made before about other streamers on the platform. A music streamer on Twitch, which we've uh, been talking about, Uh, who streams as Starling, openly tagged Shear in a tweet suggesting Emmett had no intentions of doing anything about the allegations because money. She goes on to say, and this I'm quoting her, when asked in an all-hands meeting about partners using their platforms to abuse women, specifically using my case, Starling's, as an example, he chuckled and said, wow, the things that go on in our platform can't really comment and moved on. This was years ago when she reported about a Twitch partner who emotionally and physically abused her for over a year, to which the streamer in question turned the tides on her by outing her old porn and calling for Twitch to ban her. Nothing happened to the accuser. Then another streamer who goes by bio accused another higher up in Twitch, Hassan Bakari, who was allegedly at that time using his position to obtain her contact info pressured her into meeting him in person, coerced her into sending him nudes, and then shared those pictures without her permission in a secret discord, and then assaulted her on several occasions. She also said that Hassan was aware that Luminosity, another Twitch partner who's known for streaming the game Destiny, was also soliciting nudes from fans. So... Twitch streamers, obviously, are demanding action. And I, and I know a lot of people were wondering, like, why it seems to snowball in this way when one person comes out, then you start to see another, and then you see another. And then it just, it, it just seems like, where in the hell did all of this crawl out of the woodwork? And I'll, I'll tell you now that sometimes these women, when they see other people brave enough and maybe finally see a little bit, and, and, and I don't mean to say like a positive reaction to it, but when they see someone brave enough coming forward and they see action happening and they see that they're being believed, that can encourage a lot of women to finally be brave enough to come forward with theirs as well, because there's so much fear and stigma around coming out about this sort of thing. And what do I mean by that? Every time a woman will come forward, well, what about the liars? Or why did she go there? or why did she wear that? And there's always all of this that somehow it ends up getting turned around as her fault or people just won't believe her. And that makes a lot of people just go, you know what? It's just gonna cause me even more harm if I come forward with this. I just want to not be blacklisted. I don't want my name run through the mud and being called a liar online or all of these different things. So. When you see one come out, when you see it kind of blow up like this, don't just think that they're all, we're just waiting for this opportunity to sick on people. Sometimes it takes that incredible strength from others to give them that same strength in return. Um, But we are seeing a little bit of action. So Twitch streamers have been demanding it for a long time, um, but we've actually seen some bands go out. uh, The likes of Bless RNG, was one that was accused, did not deny it, also had a global emote on Twitch under the same name, banned, as is the the, the emote is gone. Dreaded Cone, War Witch TV, 21Wolf, and I Am Spoon, at the time of me recording this, has been permanently banned off of the platform. Now, these were larger streamers. Uh, now, as these... Experiences go on. Let's kind of maybe shift gears to how this could relate to us reporting it here on the podcast, right? Or towards those of you who may be listening. The, uh, the overall effect that this has on gaming as a whole. Right. It it, it really would behoove, of course, Twitch or any platform to take action here, um, along with all these other companies who have been accused this week for several reasons. Firstly, it's just the right thing to do. I mean, uh, online safety hasn't really been taken seriously. And more often than not, if someone has experienced harassment online, taking it to the police isn't helpful. Um, and, And as a lot of the times you'll find if the police get involved, it has to be already some sort of like IRL incident that has gone down. When it's online, we've rarely really put any kind of protections in place for that sort of thing. And as I've reported here with these allegations coming from men in power and abusing it to manipulate these people, those who would have been protecting us hasn't been. Um, and so let's secondly, why it would behoove you to take care of this, let's, let's talk in corporate understanding terms. It's your bottom line. Think of it this way: uh, money. Advertisers I have watched pull themselves from several situations this week. I've seen sponsors go away. I've seen advertisers pull them away. So let's talk. Let's talk corporate money. Maybe Twitch doesn't actually care if we're safe and getting harassed, but maybe you care about your money. Uh, If they pull these ad dollars, they don't care if it's true or not. Let's put it that way. The allegations, they just care if something stinks and if it looks like something that advertisers even want to touch. And if you've got this running through your homes right now in your gaming industry and it's widespread, I can see the advertisers are going to start pulling it and going away and they're not going to want to touch it until a more positive light is coming out of this whole situation. And I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. Ads, they should. They should. Unfortunately, it feels like the only way to get action is to hurt people in their wallets. It's the only like, dialogue they can understand. But of course, I can tell on the flip side, you know that they just don't care about the content of character, mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Ads are going to pull it if they think it's a bad PR move. But I do also understand on the flip side, if someone is a garbage person and still bringing in views and money and stuff, advertisers are still going to throw at it. Like There's no moral side to that. They just want to throw it where money is. So we've seen all of them getting dropped. And part of a. and I'm not going to say I have solutions here for everything, but I've been listening so much this week. I've been listening. I've been absorbing both sides of every story that I could possibly get my hand on. I've been, been in this a lot. And, I, and I, it just kind of made me think that I started off this season talking about needing more women representation in in gaming spaces. We were, I think it was Escape from Tarkov that we had that situation. Obviously, it it wasn't pertaining to sexual assault allegations, but just saying women don't belong in this space or they can't be brave enough to work in my world or whatever. And now I'm ending the season with asking for more representation in these spaces because I think you need more women in there that... Unfortunately, all of us has a story, whether it's gone as far as assault. I don't know any women who don't have sexual harassment stories of some kind, myself included. So it's an unfortunate thing that just keeps going and keeps on going on so much so that we've kind of gotten to the point where we think it's just normal behavior. Boys will be boys. This will be that or whatever the case may be. But you need them in that space that have the experience with what it's like And listen to their ideas and what they're telling you that they think could help create safer spaces. And if you have more of them representing you on a higher level, I think that's a decent start to being able to open that dialogue with how this behavior is unacceptable and how to go about treating each other in this space. Because we see it more time and time again. Hassan Bakari, I haven't seen you put out a statement at the time of this recording. And this isn't the first time you've been accused of doing this. You should step down. Emmett Shear. at the time of me recording this, I've not seen you say anything about laughing off the allegations and allowing the accuser to still go to these Twitch cons and everything because they were so-and-so's friend or VP's cousin or whatever it was. I can't remember it at the time now. But I haven't seen you say anything then maybe you should step down. You know, We deserve to be here, I think is my point. And I know that we've just been dealing with this for so long, and you could see how much as it's exploded and how egregious a lot of these are. I mean, some of them will turn your freaking stomach to even realize this has been going on and just left unchecked for so long. And we deserve a safe space to do this in, we deserve to have the opportunities that are not based off of quid pro quo. We deserve to be recognized for our merits and not just our looks, Uh, to be taken seriously and to stop diminishing those successes down to the way you think we should be dressed or act or what we can do for you or Whatever it is in your mind, if you're the the, the type of individual to use that sort of power over anyone, I'll just say, over anyone in this case. But how can we make it more pertinent to you, Crash siblings? How do you treat women online? Well, just leave it online right now, because most of this, the gaming space with streaming and everything is totally online. How do you talk to your female streamer that you've supported maybe for years? Have you thought that maybe something more was owed to you just because you've subscribed maybe for two or three years? How are you talking to her in private or in her Discord or even in her channel? Um, How are you treating them when you're talking to them in a video game? Does your demeanor instantly change? and, And you think now that now's the time to start being flirty or no. She just wants to play the damn game. We've got other ways to date. We don't need you doing that. Um, a huge portion of this was done via DMs and online circles and in Discord groups and on this kind of stuff. And if you've read through this and you're questioning, well, well, what about? no, nope. You've already latched onto a dangerous mode of, of of thinking there when you're doing it that way. Um, it's it's something I think we need to do better at listening. Because uh, I think with this, and one more point that doesn't really have to do with gaming, but just in this situation overall, is the fit, all the, the gaslighting and stuff that I could see getting thrown into this through line with every single story. You're crazy, you're overreacting. Um, I was just joking, um, you said yes, even if it was like, I don't know, the fifth time I had to ask. You know, there's just, you've got to see that even pointing that out if someone is opening up to you with an experience like this to instantly go, well, why did you? That's already a reason why they don't say anything. They already feel shamed enough that it happened at all, that maybe they didn't see the signs, so they're internalizing and making this all their fault. They're trying to figure out what they could have done differently to avoid it, when in reality, it's not their fault at all. It's not their fault at all. So just listen to them. And when I say believe them, of course, I'm not saying just 100% without a shadow of a doubt, go cancel them online and everything like that. But listen and, and believe them because that's the reason why we don't come forward. Because people don't believe them and then instantly want to latch on to that very few eensy beansy small percentage of people who lied. And that's very dangerous too. And I understand that when they lie about it, it's sick, it's twisted, it's disgusting. They should also have repercussions if they decided to use that as some sort of pawn to get their way in a situation. But I can guarantee you, and I can even give you stats from FBI has found that a lot of the falsities that they've proven after an investigation has happened to be false is like 8%. And then another another study even taking in college campuses to be found false after an investigation was about 2 to 10%. So this is why we say believe them. Because, yes, I know your buddy in college had it happen to them, and it's terrible. But by constantly sliding into these situations and making it about the false allegations when it is so, so much fewer is just very a dangerous way to be. And it really just kind of makes people feel like, oh, because that small percentage lies, then we're not allowed to do anything about the other ones who aren't. You're just silencing the whole movement. because Mm. I knew that one person 10 years ago who, who lied about it. So that means all of you have to be lying. And it's dangerous. Let them have their say. I still think the other side needs to prove their case too. These women have come forward with receipts. Now where's yours in defense? So again, siblings, just we we need to do better online. We're we're clearly not gonna have any laws or anything like that to help protect this situation. We've seen it time and time again. But you need listen, believe them. And if you got triggered by something that, that, that you felt like maybe you've been doing that you want to automatically kind of defend because it was you, maybe just take a moment to internalize and reflect why you're that upset. If you've accidentally done some of these behaviors, you can learn and grow from it. Maybe you've overly flirted. She said no like 30,000 times. And then you would, well, oh, she's just being mean. Fine. You know, and maybe she was just trying to politely decline you in the first place. You didn't have to go and, and say anything about that. So... We're going to have a rough few months here in the gaming space. It, it, it's, it's not going to be the most thriving time, I think, to be a streamer or with in, in these spaces, but high time something has been done. And Twitch, I'm just going to keep picking on you right now because it's the only space that I have experience in right now, having been on the platform and everything. I hope you continue to move forward with these bands once you find the ones that have proven it to be, without a shadow of a doubt, true. And I don't care how much money they make you. You've got to step up and start making this stand. Because we're, we're seeing proof that you've known about this for a very long time. And it's, it, you've got to fix it. And I still kind of stand by my point right now. There's two that you've been accused of doing nothing or accused of actually doing it and still haven't even said anything. Step down. Call me sexist. I think a woman should go in your place, and that's all I can really say about this this situation right now. Without us going into a whole kind of back and forth about just how sickening and disgusting that this is, that we have to deal with this on a daily basis, and it just keeps. That's eh, just normal.
0: No. Yeah. Sure.
1: Well, let's not normalize it anymore. Let's no. treat I thi- each other with respect.
0: I think this is the year that humanity is finally fed up with garbage mm-hmm. because we've seen it with Black Lives Matter. We're seeing it with Me Too resurging now with mm-hmm. in the gaming industry, which I don't feel like it had a surge when it started. When the film accusations of Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby and things right. like that. But for whatever reason, it triggered off this week. and. Yeah. I applaud every single woman who came forward, every single man who came forward, Mm -hmm. to say I have been a victim and finally letting people know. And like you said, everyone who hears these stories, you believe it. Until you have proof otherwise, you believe it. Because someone is pouring their heart out and and exposing themselves, a weakness that they had. Mm -hmm. Because... That's how they view it. That's what I would assume. I've yeah. never been in that situation, but you, you, you felt afraid, terrified to speak out about it because no one believed you, or you felt like you were gonna, you were ashamed. A lot of the the, the reasons that you gave, mm-hmm. and they finally it does took a stand.
1: disproportionately like they they instantly want to try to make it her fault.
0: Yeah, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on one particular story because I feel like it's it's close to us in a way. Um, I had asked an uh, old friend of the show we've known her a long time Anola Leone as she's known on Twitch she was on Mixer she was one of the uh, displaced this week Yeah. Uh, she she shared a story and I read it and it broke my heart because I've known her for several years now and what's worse is that I had seen her mere months after both instances and would have never guessed in a million years that something like that happened. Mm -hmm. Because she put on a brave face. She never let it once seem like there was a problem. I would have never guessed. Yeah. Never guessed. So, just knowing that now, I look back on those moments and I'm just like, my God, what the, you know, and and even more so, and I don't know why this is how my monkey brain works sometimes. But then I start to question, did I do anything wrong or inappropriate at the time? Because I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Is she going to look at me that way now? Because these, you know, jerks that she felt safe and friendly around did something to violate her. Is she going to think of that about me now? Because I'm I'm a friendly yeah. guy. I have no intentions to do that. Right, But she doesn't know that because that's what she thought about these guys. So is she going to look at me the same way? I don't know.
1: You'll see that a lot where when you're reading a lot of those stories, I would have never guessed. We were friends for two years online or this, that or the other situation didn't present itself in a way that gave me red flags or... You just, or a lot of the times we learn to just suppress it thinking we're overreacting because again, that's what we keep getting told. Like, oh, I was just flirting. You're overreacting. It wasn't that serious. So a lot of the times we've already internalized that to try to already make excuses for your behavior.
0: Yeah. And, And worst about it is, and this is a common thread in a lot of those stories, she mentioned spilling her guts to a close friend and they excused the behavior. Exactly. Now- If you came to me with a story like this, I cannot fathom, even for one second, thinking, ah, you're crazy. I would say, Lace, tell me where this son of a bitch is now because I'm going to go beat the hell out of him." That would be my initial reaction because you came to me with something that made you feel uncomfortable. That would be my reaction. I cannot, for the life of me, understand how someone can dismiss That any of it's
1: so ingrained, though. In and I mean, we were kind of discussing this before, there's so much nuance to this Mm. this issue that you can't literally point to one thing or the other. But I mean, a history of growing up, I know in our time, I don't know if it's the same way for kids now, you know, men were taught pursue pursue oh you know we even see it in our media and stuff They'll, she'll learn to love me this that or the other we're kind of taught to oh be nice and spare their feelings and do all this kind of stuff to the point where we'll be uncomfortable but we just feel like oh this is his normal behavior I'm just being crazy because boys will be boys and we move on with our lives thinking that I mean even as I was reading through some of these stories there's a lot of situations I saw myself in that I can remember in that moment going I'm just overreacting deal with it. Like where I can remember going, wow. Yeah. When I'm reading it from someone else, oh, hell no. But for myself in those moments, I went, I'll just be uncomfortable for a minute and I'll get out of this situation hopefully here soon. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Why am I thinking that way? You know, it, it's just how sometimes you get brought up to just, mm. hmm. So, there's So there's, there's a lot to it. And we've all just got to start with ourselves. Yeah. It takes a lot to recognize that behavior in yourself and work forward to grow through it. And I've seen a lot of of men come forward this week, too, going, wow, this thing that I had been doing, for whatever reason, the connection was never made that I was putting her in this extremely uncomfortable situation. And after having reading through some of these other experiences... I've seen myself in that, and I want to hold myself accountable and move forward from here and that's great to recognize it and move forward, but to if you're the type that keeps recognizing it but deflecting it off on someone else as it being your fault, like mm-hmm. I'm not wrong, why are they over it? That's the moment you really need to reflect and figure out what it is and why you think that way because
0: yeah. as a as a guy on on that end of the spectrum i I've often Like, I've reflected back a lot of the times when this stuff comes out. I was like, I'm not a very handsy person. You know, I I just, it's just not who I am because I'm kind of the the isolated type. But if I'm comfortable with someone, yeah, you know, that'll be the the pat, the hug or whatever. But I got to get to know you. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's not like instantaneously I'm just going to start come up and touching you. But even still, if I felt like that door is open... I'm not immediately drawn to do that. And I've often wondered, is there ever been a time where I thought that door was open and I, I did a touch on the shoulder or something like that? Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe I made somebody I don't know. Because I think I, it's one hundred percent
1: okay to just ask. Yeah. Hey, it's so good to see you. Can I hug you? Is that okay? Yeah. And then I think also on the flip side, the one being asked. Also, no, it's OK to say no. And then both of you just try to get in that habit of not instantly getting pissed off at the other side. Yeah. Like you asked, she wasn't comfortable. Cool. Let's just keep having this regular, normal human conversation we're having right now and not mm-hmm. make it an issue about either side. I think we also need to teach be- people better how to deal with rejection as well no in whatever form it is. You pursued her. She said no. Done. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't speak to your character. She wasn't interested. She just wasn't. And vice versa for women as well, if you're pursuing someone else to quit like ter- internalizing it and turning it around on them, being it their problem instead of it getting that far along. I mean, I've so actually
0: we, at, at work, I've actually seen an instance where it's kind of flip flopped. Is we have there's a, an employee there that she considers herself a hugger and she likes to come around and hug everybody and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, I just, I'm, I'm going to give you a hug at whatever big thing is going on at the time she just feels obligated to hug people and mm. there is a friend of mine who is not a hugger and yeah. he's told her flat out I, I really don't want to hug and she came to me one time she's like i just don't understand why he didn't want to hug and i was like it's people he just
1: aren't touchy yeah, yeah he's
0: just that's his his prerogative you can't be upset about it don't take it personally it's just not what he wants he's not comfortable being touched and I think sometimes we've got
1: to be more understanding, too, because you don't know where they're coming from and what place it is. I know we yeah. instantly want to knee jerk and say they're just being a jerk about things. Mm-hmm. But you have stories you might want to stop to think they might have a very valid reason as to why they don't. And even if they don't, if they don't want the touch, they don't want the touch. And that's all we need to know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It can be just that simple. I don't want to be touched.
1: Right. And done. It has nothing we else to do with it. both should respect it and don't get insulted by it. Yeah. And if we can implement those behaviors moving forward, we're going to we're all going to reap so Mm -hmm. much more benefits from this because we're really cool to hang out with on a normal level, guys. Yeah. And you know who I'm speaking to right now. Obviously, it's not a blanket term for all guys, but we're really cool to just hang out with. It doesn't always have to be uh, what we can do for you or vice versa or holding it over like that. And you can legitimately earn a date without having to feel like you need your power to use it. Um, to get there, in, especially in these situations. So be kind to each other. Stop touching each other without consent.
0: And, you know, and I think it, in this day and age of instant gratification, maybe some of these guys need to understand that, you know, pursuing and working for something is much more rewarding. If you really have an interest in someone, get to know them. Show that you but care. But also
1: read the room. And read the room. Because if she's not interested, quit putting her in such an awkward position of constantly having to deny you to the point she's just ghosting you. And then when she ghosts you, then you're calling her a bitch for this, that, or the other. It's like we right. tried to say no kind. Yeah. So
0: many times. I just mean in the sense that if there yeah. is a chance, mm-hmm. then, yeah. then then work at it. Don't, don't just jump head first in saying... She said hi to me. I'm going to say you go out with me. No, 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 Reel it in. Take a breath. Get to know someone. You yeah. might find out that you have absolutely nothing <laughs> in common.
1: You might not like her after all. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. It, could, it could be that simple. You could be infatuated with how she looks and then find out she's the worst possible human being on the face of the planet. You don't know. And vice versa. Exactly. To a guy, to a girl. But it also, I mean, I'm not going to lie. We all know that guys are more garbage than women. I'm not saying that there aren't more or there aren't garbage women out there, but the deck is stacked more into garbage men Mm. because men are morons. I say that as a man, I know.
1: (laughs) I can't speak for personal experience there, but I mean, I have dealt with my fair share Mm. of morons. That's for sure. I know it's not uniquely men, women do it too. I have read stories about women doing the same thing to even other women Mm -hmm. in the workplace. Like, this is not an exclusive thing, but holy crap, how disproportionately it was, is just... And this is what they've been dealing with for years.
0: And even look at that. Even look at that, what you're saying right there. What happens when it's reversed? A woman rapes a man or makes him... They
1: it, don't it, take it seriously either.
0: Yeah, it's because, dude, you should love that, man. Oh, my exactly. God, I wish I could and do that. Oh, man, I love that.
1: That is so toxic to do, too, and I will defend that as well. Like, we should create a space where it's okay for men to come forward and not get degraded for not being man enough, for mm. not knowing how to handle Dude, that's called you raping her. I've heard that excuse, too, and I was like, really? No, come on. Like, we've, we've got to make it more safe for everyone to come forward and, yeah. and, and, and believe them. And please, for the love of God, if you're that person jumping into everyone's comments, but what about the liars? I'm not kindly, not even, I'm not, take yourself out of the conversation. You're adding nothing of value and you're just sullying the cause. Yep. And, 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 and rant on that.
0: Mm. I think we've said our piece. <laughs> I think
1: we have. So this, again, is another one we could just go on and on forever because it's, there's so many different levels to this, this problem, but. Specifically in the Twitch space, I'm just asking you two. You haven't said anything. You've let it go on a week. Hmm. Step down. That's my opinion.
0: Just know that we are on your side.
1: Yes. 100%. I believe you.
0: And we'll, we'll shed it from the rooftops. Whatever we need to do. We're here for you. Our siblings, hopefully, are here for you. I hope so. But, guys, I know we went uh, long, but the apocalypse happened i'm telling you man there was a lot
1: to cover this week and thank you if you're still with us i know it was a lot and probably some uncomfortable conversations and and thank you for sticking with it
0: sometimes if you stick to the end you get bonuses you know but i won't say anything about that uh but anyway that is our show for the season uh (laughs) we we plan on Doing some some things maybe just to kind of mm-hmm. keep the keep the Futs around the feed get Steven going, talking again. Yeah, you know, it I'll long probably spurts. I probably could do some of that because I think I've got <laughs> I've got a story or two in me right now, <laughs> so you might get a few of those. Excellent. There we go. Um, but yeah, we're we're talking about uh, the summer content while we're off try to yeah. try to get that out there to you. But anyway, hit us up sometime on Twitter, Super Mega Crash you've got anything you want to say share speak out about we'll share it we'll retweet it we'll do anything you want uh if you want to be a bit more personal you can send us an email at supermegacrash@gmail.com. find us on instagram to view the weekly icon art which this week i feel like i um i'm proud of it can't wait to see it yeah i'm proud of it i, I think it's the the best one i've done yeah uh support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform whatever that may be you can even go to patreon.com slash pencil and paper productions chucking a buck and uh, get to see some exclusive stuff which i'm still working on man (laughs) animation's hard stuff coming out i need more time (laughs) but i am coming. it's it's coming together it's coming together yeah episode four or
1: i have i have all the faith
0: yeah i think this one's going to be an interesting one Uh, tell your friends to search Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on your preferred platform like Apple Podcasts Podbean Spotify Google Play Stitcher and even YouTube.com slash Pencil and Paper Productions oh and I never added uh, iHeartRadio and Pandora and Pandora yeah (laughs) see this is it shows how old my notes are
1: (laughs) (laughs) I almost sent you mine I was like is he caught up I don't
0: know thank you so much for listening I am Stephen White and I am Lacey Finley join us again when we return uh, in a month or so (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't have, we probably uh, should have figured this yeah, out. Yeah, we should Professional have. Professional
0: podcasts. It's three years. We should have figured this out by now. But join us again when we return uh, later on. <laughs> Super Mega Crash Siblings. But until then, game on.